I'm Will Hedrick. And I'm Jordan Schaffer. This is Dog Ears and Timestamps, a book club podcast. This week got kind of dark, dude. Yeah. Yeah. This is sort of like the inverse of last week. Not for that reason, but in <laughs> that it was a lot less reading and a lot more happened. So Yeah, dude. I felt like so much was crammed into these like three little chapters. Yeah. It was super action-packed. We get like a big reveal. Mm-hmm. We get the you know whatever the setup for what's going to happen next yeah and then the third piece which i guess we were kind of sure was going to happen although i don't think we outright said that you know barsavia was immediately going to die right right but i think that we felt pretty safe in assuming that the whole reason was for now barsavia to be unguarded Mm -hmm. um so yeah just like three huge things yeah and you called something really good like when last week when we were talking about it but uh we'll get into that i don't want to talk about it yet <laughs> yeah <laughs> but uh how was your week man I'm, we hung out a little bit we went fishing <laughs> yeah we went fishing this past thursday uh very unsuccessfully we caught me I, uh, yeah we caught jordan <laughs> immediately finger. about yeah. five seconds into having parked the vehicle <laughs> literally i bought a fishing hook at the gas station we stopped at to get beer and then i hooked myself <laughs> within like 10 minutes of that and i tried to get it out and will was like Oh no, the barb's in. Don't 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 pull it out. You're gonna mess yourself up. We gotta go to the ER. Like, oh, okay. And we went, and it was easy. But it was uh... <laughs> it's <laughs> it just so funny. It's certainly a lot funnier now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I thought it was really funny at the time, but it wasn't a hook in my finger. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> no, it's all, those kinds of situations. Um, I like to think about in the moment, like when they're happening. I like to think this will be funny later. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like when and time, certainly when it's not like. Like a huge deal. Right. Obviously, yeah, it was not, really painful. It cost a bit of money. Yeah. But like... It's not like it was through you, my eye. Yeah, you, you didn't or, break you know. your finger. Right. Like that. Yeah. Like something that it only affected you for that moment. It probably didn't... I mean, I guess you still had the lidocaine active for a while. But, right, yeah. Like, But even like probably that night, it might have been sore. Yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> I, I forgot until the next day when like I was using my full hand and I was like, oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I stuck myself. Yeah, that was... Very typical me. I <laughs> just hurt myself. <laughs> but, uh, it was, it, I mean, it was fun. Unsuccessful fishing, but fun. You know, it's a good Yeah, day. it's good to just get out. Yeah. And that was, sure. Lake Fluver was a cool spot. Yeah, it was cool. It's definitely, you know, worth visiting again. Yeah. So, it was, yeah, I mean, it was certainly not wasted time by any means. Nah, but we learned a lot, I think, too. Just, I don't know anything really about freshwater fishing. I think us going out, practicing, kind of like we did, uh, we both learned a lot. Or at least I know I, I learned mm-hmm. a lot, even though we didn't have anyone there. That right, <laughs> yeah. was teaching us. Uh, it is it definitely hard. a different situation. Yeah. And so, yeah. It's not like I was expecting to come away with like five fishes that day or anything. <laughs> it would have been cool to have had something on the line at least once. But, right, you know, yeah. Or right. whatever. Mm-hmm. The, you know. Next time. Yeah. It's always next time. So it's fishing. Yeah. Mm. Other than that, it's just finished vacation and then work yeah. yesterday and today back to the grind you're yeah. off all week monday to sunday um last my, monday oh you yeah no, i was off uh, saturday to sunday oh cool even better i had nine days Ooh. off so it was pretty cool nice it went way too fucking quick though oh yeah i, mean, I couldn't believe how quickly it was moving like i because that first weekend i went down to shiner and that went, like, at a reasonable pace. I felt like, yes, this is what a day feels like. Right, yeah. And then, like, all of a sudden, it was fucking Friday. And I was yeah, like, what the fuck happened? <laughs> it's already been seven days. Jesus Christ. Yeah. But, yeah whatever. That, that's how it goes. Yeah, I mean, at least it was a good... I mean, that's probably a sign of a, a relatively good vacation, you know? A, a good relaxing time if it goes by quickly. You know? Yeah, it wasn't like I was 
Yeah, I wasn't bored. I wasn't trying to like desperately find things to do yeah. or anything like that. And you weren't like, no. yeah, that's good. Yeah, it's not like you were depressed or anything either. Probably, or I hope, because <laughs> I, I could see maybe um, for me timing. Uh, like if I was off all last week, I might have gone up and down, you know. But uh, right, yeah. yeah. I don't know why last week. I was just off last week. I felt a little. Just Sometimes down. it's that way, you know. Yeah, yeah, but. Yeah, I'm, uh, yeah, same. I mean, just we went fishing on Thursday, which is cool. Finally got to use like my day off and do something rather than just sleep in, you know? Yeah, is, yeah. And, uh, and then, yeah, we just had the weekend and, uh, I mean, I cleaned the garage. We did, uh, Bailey and I did like half the garage. Um, oh, that's good. Yeah, it was good. And I think we're going to try and do a garage sale in a couple of weeks and just get rid of the just garbage we've yeah, piled up, right. you know, just, you know, uh, a purge, a good old purge. Mm-hmm. But yeah, just a boring grown up. <laughs> weekend right, you know right, <laughs> and then yeah. get back to back to work on monday and uh yeah it's been good though that's cool yeah crushed this book today though like i i didn't i didn't do like any reading and then until like today really yeah and, and i listened to it twice i didn't do anything until last i read the first chapter last night after coming back kenneth and i went downtown nice uh, we went to go we went and saw the rooster teeth podcast live. oh cool um every once a year they do it as like an event, they'll have yeah. some of their podcasts live. Uh-huh. Um, this year they had it at this place called the Sunset Room. On, uh-huh. This was or just on Third Street across the street from the convention center. And uh, you've been to their conventions before, right? Yeah. Okay. Cool. Um, and so, like a while ago, I saw that they were doing the the individual live events again. And I was like, oh, I'll buy tickets for it this time. And I was like, eh, Kenneth will want to go. I'll get him a ticket, and it'll <laughs> just be his birthday present. So, I. So I did that, and we went to that, and then that let out like at around nine thirty, and I was like, "We're downtown. You want to go somewhere?" Nice. And so we just went to Jackalope and had like I had one beer, he had two because he's a, a drunk. Little bit, yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> and then we came back here, we had another couple of beers, and and then I read a chapter, and then today I read the last two chapters at work. Yeah. But I mean, it was only like a total of like seventy something pages, mm-hmm. so I wasn't ever concerned. Yeah, like, yeah. It's probably why I let it get postpone so much yeah this next there. section that we're going to read is about 140 pages so it's twice that so i'm going to get on it i might read some tonight yeah, yeah. <laughs> just to make sure that i'm not you know falling behind and having to postpone recording or anything like that you know right um i don't i don't think we necessarily left with a huge cliffhanger this time it's just sort of like what are the guys going to do you know like it's, oh yeah it's, this time it and it was structured that way yeah you know? exactly it's we the resolution of Everything up to this point, mm-hmm. more or less. I mean, we we still don't know exactly what's going to happen with the the Salvara game. Yeah, uh, that's got to end somehow, and we know how the other side's going to potentially play at this point. Well, I guess we don't know how they're going to play, but we know that they now know more. Mm-hmm. Um, we know that they know that. <laughs> like, yeah, right. <laughs> we know that they know. So, and then the the Grey King thing is fulfilled except yeah. for now the you know the bastards have a personal stake in it mm-hmm. uh so now we've only got two storylines um except for that ship that came into port yeah uh which i have an idea about but <laughs> <laughs> i think that so the so the the the, the biggest thing like, i don't know it could be arguable was the biggest thing but i think the biggest thing is that we know who the spider is now yeah. With the first chapter just opens up with uh, the Dona Sofia, um, Salvara's wife, going to go visit the Dona Vicenza, mm-hmm. which is this old, uh, rich family that has an, like a 
several floors of Amberglass, one of the Elder Towers. Yeah. And she's like old, old money. But she's the only one left. So like the younger Dons and mm-hmm. the Danias are waiting for her to pass so that then they can start, you know, jostling for her position. Makes me think of like the Tyrells in Game of Thrones, like the that's who they are, right? Like the the, the Rose people. Yeah. Yeah. And uh just how she is just like you think a sweet old lady, but it's like she's got a lot more power and she can she she's Right. And, mm-hmm. and I mean she shows it pretty quick. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the Queen power, of Thorns, she's yeah. Got power, but uh I mean in, in this in this story that No, yeah, know, I was just they, relating yeah. it to oh, gotcha. to Olena. Yeah, there you go. Olena I remember. Nice. Um but yeah. She's uh she seems like a little bit zany mm-hmm. and a little weird. Like she's not wearing like a dress and petticoat. She's wearing pants, <laughs> like still fancy pants, but fancy pants. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. But yeah. So anyway, so she's going to go visit uh Vicenza, and then you know they're gonna have tea and all this stuff. It's like late night tea, and we get all this sort of like you know world building about how. Late night tea amongst the Danyas is often like a time for gossiping and complaining about whatever mm-hmm. and, you know, this and that, you know, just, you know, having like, like girlfriend time, essentially. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but she's going mostly for advice because she wants to talk about what's happening. She doesn't mm-hmm. really know what she feels like. She feels the, like she's getting scammed, right? Like this is where she opens up. Yeah, the, like they know the, that they're being scammed mm-hmm. by, you know, the, Fair White. Mm-hmm. And then... They, but she feels like the midnighter visit mm-hmm. doesn't feel right, and that there's something that she says like there's either there's either something that um, they aren't telling us that I think they should tell us, right? Or just I think that's probably she says a couple of things, but I think it all ended up being like she feels like there's something that the midnighters aren't telling them that they should tell them about this whole game and their sting operation. Right. It just doesn't feel right to her. Now that you bring it back up, when they were talking about it, to me, it kind of, it almost comes off like she's still um, a little bit skeptical, like on them being completely like, she knows they're getting scammed, but it's, it's almost like she wants to have a shred of like, like hope, like, you know, there's something that they could, I feel like they should tell me, but they're not, you know, but yeah. it, it feels like she's reserved. Like she doesn't want to outright, outright call them just like they're lying straight to my face. But I guess she did it very diplomatically, you know, like mm-hmm. if she was uh, very, right. You know, like if she was like, and maybe were, like, she doesn't know. <laughs> yeah. And maybe she doesn't know that it's not fair white. Mm-hmm. Like maybe it is like mm-hmm. Fairwise a legitimate person and it's not the Thorn of Kamor. Mm-hmm. Like, like there's, it, it seems like, yeah. Like, all of it seems too unbelievable and, and maybe she doesn't know what exactly it is to believe. Does she believe the Midnighters all the way? Mm-hmm. Does she believe that the Midnighters even know what they say that they know? <laughs> yeah. You know, and so whatever it is. Um, I don't think that she at this point suspects that the Midnighters are part of the scam. Right. Um, she just doesn't know what to think if she's going to go to somebody who she believes has some sort of pull with the Duke and can potentially, you know, find more information or whatever it is that needs to be, you know, figured out. Well, she she went to a good person. Yeah. Because it (laughs) turns out that she's the spider. Right. So she, she then calls whoever, I can't remember his name. Um, Oh, it was something like Stephen. It literally it was like a very super basic Steven. name. I'm pretty sure it's. Steven. I literally just re- reread it. Okay, right. yeah. yeah. <laughs> and he is, I guess, the he he's the commander of the whatever the not just the Midnighters, but he's the commander of like the army or whatever. Yeah. Um, the not the black coats, but whatever word it is. Um, 
and but he also oversees the Midnighters, and then we at the very end of the chapter, she like is she writes a letter to the Duke and then seals it with like this uh, spider sigil, and so that's mm-hmm. how we find out that she's a spider. Yeah. So now we know that the Midnighters and the spider are in on what's happening with the Salvara game. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's going to be a complication if they decide to continue on with that in any capacity, which they might need to because now they need money. Yeah. Um, and then we get the conclusion of the meeting between the fake Gray Fox and uh, Borsavi, which yeah. is just they, you know, they rescue him from the barrel. Right. Yeah. I <laughs> We were talking about it before, and I, I honestly, like, I forgot that we left Locke in the... Uh... <laughs> In, there in the cast, in the yeah. cast of the uh, horse piss, <laughs> and then and then next thing you know, uh, we're there with uh, Jean and Bug trying to save him, and uh, we and learn then, a little bit about Jean's past too, which is uh, really fun. I think Jean's becoming yeah. one of my favorite character. Yeah, and I think that the slow build to him is constructed for that purpose, right. just because now he's the only one alive. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, yeah. him and Locke, yeah, but yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. obviously Locke's alive. That would have been quite a but, twist. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> Yeah, the, the, and that's all the second chapter is, is, you know, they save Locke and they're trying to retreat and figure out what it is that they're going to do. Yeah, they, they go back home to the temple, yeah, where, find the Sansa twins dead. Yeah, this is like their hideout where they have all their uh, makeup and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's been ransacked. They don't have any of their, yeah. their costumes. They don't have any of their money. They're 45,000 crowns. Like, I was reading some fan thing where it was like, we tried to determine how much the... Uh, <laughs> What Osterland and what is what's the brandy called? Osterschalen. Thank you, Osterschalen brandy. Um, it's like we're trying to calculate how much that is in like our money. <laughs> it was saying like the Osterschalen brandy was like a million dollars for a bottle or something. What? And yeah, and it was like, and so like a thousand crowns was like a million dollars or something. So it was basically like that, like forty five million dollars is what he was trying to say. And I was like, Jeez. damn. Like, it, to me, it was fun because it made it made the effect of like how they went from having like a half copper penny from like Mm -hmm. being able to spend that because like Mm -hmm. that's unfathomable unfathomable to me right now to think i could go into some shop and spend a half penny and get like a piece of bread or whatever for lunch you know but but obviously they it was some amount of currency that was uh you know um applicable it was just it was just interesting to me i don't know if their math is right but it was fun to think like how much money they had and then how overly expensive and uh crazy this brandy is and then and then just to like whoops, no more money <laughs> you know? right yeah and uh, and they lost all their gear which is yeah like pretty much everything's all fucked up in the place they the sons of twins are dead yeah um and then an assassin uh from the gray fox ambushes them and in the ensuing fight bug dies yeah. uh, lock kills the assassin and then they, you know, gather up what they can. They have, like, there's some scraps of the costumes left. Mm-hmm. And they gather up what they can, and then they leave. And Locke and Jean are just trying to figure out what to do. Locke tells Jean, go find a place for us to lay low. I've got to go to Barsavi's party and see what the fuck happens. Because whatever the Grey Fox is going to do, the Grey Fox, the Grey King <laughs> is going to do, the Grey Fox is the leader of the Thieves Guild in yeah. the Elder Scrolls series. <laughs> the It's a very closely related <laughs> right. theme. But... So he, he's, I got to see what the Great King's going to do because mm-hmm. he starts. They start to realize everything that was going to happen. Like he obviously needed 
Barsavi to think that he was dead, mm-hmm. and then this gets me out of the way, assuming that I am dead, so that I can't then tell Barsavi or whatever, blah, blah, blah. So I need to go find out what his move is going to be, because it's going to be tonight when he's unguarded at the big fucking party. Right, yeah, they're going to throw a big party because he thinks he killed... Uh, they've overcome the thing yeah. that they've been, and you know... He, like, he, yeah, he's gotten justice for his daughter's death, you know, right. so he's going to throw a big party. And it's going like to be in part of all... It's going to be in front of all the right people. Exactly, yeah, So it's going to really be a important. huge show. Yeah. Um, and that was another reason, too, that Locke, was, Locke and uh, Jean were actually able to escape, because uh, the, the, the ambush from the assassins... Um, I think there were two assassins. Right? There was one. One assassin. Okay, and that's what they were saying that there should have been two. Why was there only one? Because they I feel like that was all red herring stuff. You think it was? Yeah. Okay. Um, given that when so and, and so then they get to the party. Mm-hmm. You know what happens? Happens the the two warrior girls that yeah, Barsavi's yeah. been holding on as uh, bodyguards, and and they were like shark fighters or whatever that they mentioned in the previous chapters. Whenever Locke's playing the mm-hmm. game with the Selvars. Um, they then betray Varsavi and the shark also bites off his arm mm-hmm. and stuff like that. You know, just a bunch of like very dramatic stuff mm-hmm. happens. Varsavi dies. And there's a third one of those girls yeah. too. They're triplets. No. What? They said that? No. I swear it said that. The Grey King is oh. their sibling. And that's, that's whenever Locke is like, that's why I recognize his oh. eyes. I couldn't figure out who it was because it's just the same eyes as these girls that I never interact with. Mm-hmm. I've just seen them. Um, so the Thank three of them confusing. are siblings, ah. um, possibly triplets. Gotcha. You know, that's just speculation. Um, but we, yeah. he evidently has some vendetta that he's had against Barsavi for forever. Mm-hmm. We will probably find that out in five books. Oh, yeah. then, <laughs> Either five books or like literally the first like couple chapter, like chapter, or like the first yeah. couple paragraphs. They could <laughs> either immediately reveal it or whatever. But in the way that they you know, revealed that there was some old, you know, bad blood mm-hmm. with him, like kneeling down to Barsavi to whisper it to right. him. And then Barsavi being like, and then he kills him, you know, mm-hmm. like it, it feels like that's like a build up for a later reveal. Right. Um, although maybe, you know, they just break the mold and tell us immediately. He broke the yeah. mold a little bit just by often so many people. Um, very. I, yeah. I didn't expect for three people to die. Immediately. Yeah. This, this quickly. I thought that, you know... We don't even really see how the Sansa twins die either. They just... We come back in there... We assume they got ambushed at some point. From ear to ear. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so... Um, it could have... I mean, with the effectiveness that the Bonds Mage can do whatever, mm-hmm. you know, it's not like it was some grand scheme even. Yeah. Um, but I, then, I didn't expect... Both of the twins to be dead. I thought, mm-hmm. you know, maybe Potter. one would be dead. Yeah. Or, you know, maybe Bug dies at some point because he's the young one. And yeah, that's an easy way to be dramatic. Nailed that. Is to kill the young one. You called that. But all three of them dead. I would not have expected that much in this one book. Mm-hmm. Assuming that it's the same characters for the rest of the series. Yeah. But, of course, like we talked about even last week and likely the week before, is that we'll gain and lose characters throughout the series. I think so, yeah. Jean could potentially die next book. God, Maybe not. Locke dies in a couple of books or something like that. And it's just how it all ends. It's, you know, however mm-hmm. it ends. I could, I could easily see that, honestly. Like, with mm-hmm. the way it feels like he's writing, I could see him... I know we were kind of joking about how it'd be quite a twist if, if Locke had died this chapter and then Jean had to like, you know, go on. But I could see him writing that as like a, a bit of a twist, you know. It's still the lies of Locke Lamora, but, you know, Jean has to <laughs> take care, you know. Yeah. But 
I don't think that'll happen. I think Locke's going to make it. You know, I think he's going to be the. Mm-hmm. I think it. I don't want to say it's going to be a typical hero because he's not a typical hero. But yeah, yeah, I don't. I don't think he's going to. And there's too much that he has to do at this point. Right now, because now he has a personal vendetta with the Great King, mm-hmm. and the. I think that that's going to be the big fight through the series at this point. It's what it seems Where before like. I had no idea what was going to happen anywhere. I think that that's pretty evident. Mm-hmm. I think that's a super safe bet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like we've said, maybe he, maybe the, the author's more subversive than that. We get something different, uh, potentially even every book. But I feel like that's... he The Great, the great King's too powerful. It seems unlikely to he be has him. some yeah. unbelievable resource that he can keep this Bonds Mage on mm-hmm. payroll. Yeah. They made it very clear that that's excessively expensive oh. and that he's a ranked bonds mage. He's got three stripes or whatever, so he's like just that much more expensive. He's more expensive than expensive. And so, <laughs> yeah. Like, so he seems like an unbeatable foe, certainly with everything that what is now just Locke and Jean have at their disposable, mm-hmm. which is each other. It literally, yeah. And they're, yeah. Just his brains and, and Jean's Jean. fighting ability. Like, that's the only thing that they have. They don't have any of their money anymore, mm-hmm. which is why I think that they have to play out the Salvara game a little bit longer, because now they need to get money right. to whatever the next step's going to be. Yeah. I, hmm. Yeah, it's hard, to, it's hard to guess too far ahead. I mean, it seems like, I mean, just because we're omnipotent in this sort of right. uh, universe, it's kind of like, no, locked out. <laughs> they know, you know, they know that you know that, you know. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. that will be another interesting thing. Will be how long the the does the Gray Fox's party know that the Gray the the, the gentleman bastards are dead. You said Gray Fox again. I did. Yeah, and they'll probably <laughs> keep saying it. I heard you say it a couple times, and I was like, no, that sounds right. <laughs> right. How how long does the Gray King's party? continue to think that the, the bastards are all dead. Right. Because you, you think that it only has to be until he realizes that he hasn't heard back from the assassin yet. Mm-hmm. And he says, but even then, then he thinks, well, at just least, John's not dead. Yeah, at least Locke's dead and the yeah. twins are dead and the kid's dead. So what, what can one So how much do? time do they have to continue doing stuff mm-hmm. um, with con- potentially continuing the Salvara game how fucked up does that get now that mm-hmm. the government is involved? Mm-hmm. Um, it'll be, it's going to be interesting to see how the rest of this plays out. But I think what's going to have to happen is that they're going to flee Kimura mm-hmm. before the end of the book. I think they're going to do it on that plague ship that came in. Yeah, they did. They well, we have the a little bit of foresight knowing what the front cover of the next book. Yeah, is. Yeah, so that's I, true. I feel like maybe. At least for me, when they started talking about that boat, I was like, "Ooh, that's going to be important." <laughs> right? Know, like that's, that's I think where that, we're, and yeah. especially because they said too that Locke doesn't know anything about being like a like a like a shipwright or a boat captain or anything. Like he knows nothing about boats. Like they kind of made a point of him. Like I, I feel know like, very little about boating and being like I feel like he's almost setting it up like now yeah. he's going to be stuck on the water. I don't think doing, he said that much though. Because it really wasn't. It was a quick. I think the thought like was just sentence. like everybody was stomping on the boat because they were like it cheering was... on uh, uh, Barsavi's like mm-hmm. things. Is like, oh, we did it! Blah blah. Do you want to see the girls fight? Blah blah. And everybody's like stomping all excited. Mm-hmm. He's like, uh, you probably shouldn't do that on any kind of boat. But what do I know? Like, <laughs> okay, I can see that. I think, I think that's if I remember correctly. No, that's, that's all he said. That, that's, no, it, that is all he said. It was just a quick little like one liner. Like you know, I don't think they should. You know, I don't mm-hmm. think you know. But uh, 
And we'll see how important the plague boat is because it's it's like a brand new kind of boat. Mm -hmm. It's like a frigate-like class boat, they said. It came from the north and presumably from the Kingdom of Seven Marrows because Mm -hmm. they talk about how it's all black, just like their obnoxious clothing. (laughs) And How's that obnoxious? I think it's awesome. Yeah, it they think it's awesome. obnoxious because it's hot down there and they can't uh, imagine wearing all that shit all the time like Fairwhite does. Come on. <laughs> and uh, it's got some sort of outbreak on it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they're docked in plague docking and it seems like they're just all either going to die on the ship or abandon mm-hmm. the port and try to find help elsewhere because uh, at least initially the interaction that the, the guard and the ship's crew have the dukes not willing to provide any help Mm -hmm. aside from any charity that might be given by temples and the people you know yeah um so depending on what the what plague it is that's on that ship um like i know the severity of the different plagues of this universe (laughs) but (laughs) because they make it a point of saying that they don't know what it is that's on the ship Mm -hmm. so that's another reason i think about it but so maybe the whole crew dies or someone escapes and infects the city again or something mm-hmm. like that. And amidst that chaos, they can escape or whatever. Yeah, I mean, it's awful ominous, too, having to just call the plague ship. <laughs> like, yeah. Just... I think that only one of two things or a mixture of both are the, the only things that, could, that I can think of coming out of even talking about that ship coming in. Is that one... Uh, there's an outbreak in the city okay. and that causes some level of chaos that's necessary for a plot point. Yeah. Or this ship is available to be gotten away on. Right. And I, I my mind just immediately went to the, that one that was easier for me to wrap my head around, I guess, but I think mm-hmm. it probably could even be both now that you bring it up. Yeah. yeah so it, I mean, for what yeah, I can think of for them to spend as much time as they did describing mm-hmm. the ship coming in and, the, the interaction and that it's a that it's a plague ship and all this sort of stuff like it just seems like those are the only two possibilities yeah um of course it could be something that i never dreamed of yeah i'm not hopefully. a writer so but yeah hopefully we'll find something. out i'm continuing to be excited me too for what's gonna happen yeah i'm i yeah i'm genuinely enjoying this book like i'm glad I'm I'm glad like we stumbled upon it how we did. I uh, mm-hmm. I don't know exactly how you found it on the uh, <clears throat> on the pages, but I found it. Somebody the, the suggested sequel. it to me years ago, uh, and I had just been holding on to it, um, and I just happened to remember it. Uh, yeah, because we were going, th- we were trying to find another book to mm-hmm. read or whatever, and just nothing stood out. Yeah, and then I was like, don't I have a list of books on my uh, f- like phone notes? And I was looking, and I was like, oh, that's a book that I remember being interested mm-hmm. in looking into. Yeah, and and when you said the title, I I had found like the sequel, which because I was trying to find like a, a book about pirates that I wanted to read, mm. and um, and I don't I don't know if it's necessarily about pirates, but it, it came up with a ship that looked like a pirate ship, and then it said it was part of a series, and I bl- clicked and it was like Lies of Locke Lamora is the first one. I was like, oh, you know, <laughs> and then, yeah. So, mm. Um, but yeah, dude, I couldn't I couldn't like it could I don't think we could have picked a better book. You know, it's fun. Uh. It's it's right up our alley. I think you know it's got a bunch of different. Uh, it's got the, you know, it, we got anti anti heroes instead of heroes, which I you know those are always fun. I've always enjoyed. Yeah, like, it's good to have something stories. different because it's you know good and evil's classic and fun, mm-hmm. and you can always rely on it. 
but it's also like 78% of storytelling. Right. And sometimes you just want something different. Yeah. And, and one cool thing too is that like in this series, we have Locke who is our, I don't want to call him like a Superman or Jack of all trades or anything, but he's, he's the one that is, has been, you know, the best at a lot of stuff except for fighting basically. It's Mm -hmm. like his only thing. And, um, it's, uh, I don't know, it's interesting in this book how, how like in, in other books, you know, we'll, we'll read about like the hero coming up from nothing. So he'll have to be a thief, you know, and he'll steal, but like in this one, that's what they pride themselves on. And they've grown as thieves to be better thieves and, and, but they take pride in it. So they, they see it as like a livelihood and it's, I don't know, it's just a, it's a fun universe like a fun telling and a fun like little sliver of the world that we're into i know we've talked about it before but always when uh i play video games or, or whatever and you, and you get the the idea of having like a free storyline and you can do, do whatever you want i always mm-hmm. go to the dark side like i always do the dark brotherhood and the and the thieves guild or, or whatever equivalent there is in, mm-hmm. in whatever game i'm playing like i was at some point will go bad you know and yeah and i'll just <laughs> I, I think it why. often affords the opportunity for more interesting storytelling. It's true. Because you can live vicariously kind of through them, too. That's mm-hmm. like the appeal to video games, like in GTA. No one would ever go pull an old lady out of her car and then right. steal it and go on a rampage. But in you know in the video game world, we can. And so in this, you and I aren't going to come up with some great grandiose heist or whatever, but we get to live through their heist, which is fun. Um, right. Thank God we don't, because we, uh, you know, we would have lost me. I would have been the bug, probably. <laughs> but uh, I feel like I would have cut and run. You'd have cut and run a lot sooner. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I'd be a good thief. I'd be too. Uh, I'd just be too worried all the time, especially for like a grand, grand uh, heist scale like this. But uh, yeah. Um. So the last little chapter, it was just. It was just. Kappa, the Kappa Barsavi, Kappa Barsavi getting dethroned, basically, right? That was kind of the whole point. Him getting dethroned, and then Kappa Raza yeah, taking that. Yeah, and then we see the ship coming. Yeah. Um, and then the the last uh, interlude is about Jean going to uh, apprentice with the Temple of Azagia. That was cool. I really the did enjoy that. Lady yeah, of the Long scene. Sleep. Yeah, um, and kind of thing for sharks that they don't tell anybody about. Yeah, <laughs> that was kind of fun. And, and yeah, and all the the craziness of being an apprentice uh, or initiate priest in that priesthood, mm-hmm. and how he ends up abandoning it. So I don't know how that's going to necessarily play into whatever the next chapter is, because each of these interludes seems to at least uh, give one detail that comes up in the next chapter. Yeah, and uh, it was it was interesting too because while he was training, they kept talking about like how they were how he was going to do the deep study of like the transition to death or whatever. Not um, it was like not actually like the being dead. It was like the learning about the transition of death, right? Like, and it was yeah, just, it was really weird. It was just it was fun and weird, and uh, and I like that he ran away at the end. You know, it's <laughs> like he didn't commit to the training. He's like, fuck this, I'm out. You know, I'm not gonna die for like I'm not gonna do your stupid ass training of like right it was <laughs> like it was too insane yeah just like constantly showing him how close to death he's gonna be he's like no i'm well versed in like <laughs> you know, uh in in death like I, I i know how to kill somebody now in five minutes or in five days you know like right <laughs> and uh it was just fun i, I 
any any little tidbit where they go back to training or anything like that. I love that mm-hmm. they keep giving us more as they're going through. It's not like we just hit a, a like the middle of the book, you know, like it's not like these are the only three chapters where we get training. You get a little right. training throughout and I love that it keeps coming back. So that's potential too for them to at least keep some of the characters coming back. Like they could, they'll, they could potentially bring the, t- I mean, they yeah, will we could, for sure. Bring we could, the yeah. Well, and, certainly you know. if they keep cutting back to the past, whenever mm-hmm. they're all still with chains, then mm-hmm. yeah, we'll see them again. Yeah. Um, if only for those brief sections. Mm-hmm. So they're still in our hearts. <laughs> <laughs> so now we've got to figure out what happens with Duke Nicovante and his men. Mm-hmm. What happens with this plague ship? Yep. And, how far along the game plan that Locke is going to now start coming up with to dethrone the Grey King. Because he, what he tells the assassin before he burns him alive is that not only is he just going to kill the Grey King, he's going to undo everything that he did mm-hmm. and kill every single one of the Grey King's men. Yeah. So he's going to like a total annihilation so that it's like nothing that they ever did mattered and that their mm-hmm. lives ended 100% in vain. Nice. So it's not like he's just going to sneak in there, kill him, let himself get killed, and that's mm-hmm. the end of his vengeance. Like, it's a full fucking route of everything Great King-wise. Mm-hmm. So there's presumably a lot that has to go into that, which I think is why this is a series. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. why I think that that's going to be the overarching story mm-hmm. with adventures that feed into that story. And that's yeah. why each, there's, you know, it, it, each individual book will be an adventure that is the journey to the end of this conflict. Yeah. With, with it being a series, I, I can't imagine that they defeat the great King in this, uh, in, yeah. him in this, this novel. Um, yeah. There's only 140 pages left to do so. I mean, and they, now that the Duke's I mean, men are getting involved with the Salvara game, mm-hmm. like how are they going to have, or at least how are they going to flesh out those two storylines? Well, mm-hmm. it certainly could. Yeah. Definitely. It just would be, I would I would think it wouldn't be great or it right. wouldn't be as satisfying. Mm-hmm. So it seems like this is this is what our series is about. Yeah, I think yeah, I think this lays it out for the rest of mm-hmm. the books because you're right. He's like, I'm going to destroy every essence of what y'all were, right. and mm-hmm. no one's going to remember you. <laughs> Certainly, since he's going to have to, um, and not even just have to to for the whole great king thing, but he, he says that he's going to kill the bonds mage, mm-hmm. which means that he's going to have to then deal with the bonds mage's guild. Yeah, that because they oh made a point God. of saying that if you ever kill a bonds mage, mm-hmm. now the bonds magi kill you and everyone you ever talked to. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty. So he's going to have to deal with that somehow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know, man. Hopefully we get a Bonds Mage or something on our team. You know, like I, I right. want, I want more magic. I think it's gonna, and I think we talked about this last time too. But I think it's, I don't think it's gonna be a Bonds Magi. I think that they're right. gonna, they're gonna find some Renegade Sorcerer. I think so. Yeah. Which is, which will, you know, suits it better. I think, and I think will be more cool. It definitely, yeah, it'll be very cool. <clears throat> I would, yeah, dude. I, I sure hope we do meet like that Renegade or the Rogue uh, Wizard or whatever that that'll help them. Like mm-hmm. that would be. That'd be great because because right now the magic in this universe is so foreign and and they don't tell us anything because literally really people don't in the world don't know anything like ex- unless you're part yeah. of them unless yeah. you're part of it and and the falcon or you know bonds mage he <laughs> we know, see he, him he, work his spells during little, yeah. the Barsavi ish uh, 
dethroning. Mm-hmm. Um, he's like making a bunch of hand gestures and he's chanting. Mm-hmm. So that's, you know, pretty standard spell yeah. stuff. Um, so at yeah. least in this presentation, we know that magic is a traditional magic. And, and Locke could kind of sense it a little bit too, right? Like he, he knew something was going on before he was even, like before he even saw the... Yeah. Or was that just At, a, at a, some a, point during the party, yeah. he recognized the presence of sorcery. Right. Yeah. Something came over the crowd and he was like, oh, this is that again. Yeah. He and recognized the feeling. Which is, it, I don't know if that's necessarily a leg up, but it... It, it certainly gives him three seconds yeah, which, head time, you know. Yeah, which more than anybody else got. So that yeah. was, it, it, yeah, yeah, it seems to help our hero, at least. So, yeah, it's just really interesting, the magic in this this world. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that, that'll be a fun facet, especially if we got to learn, like, like if, like if you know, how they're giving us training with John and stuff, like if they give right. us a little bit of Rogue Bondsman training. Or Even whatever. if it was just, I don't know, like I think that, knowing too much about the science behind the magic could potentially ruin it. I know. And I love that. So <laughs> I don't love it getting ruined, but I love knowing everything about it. I think I, that Aragon did it right in that we only ever learned two things about it. One, that it, that magic is the language of truth. Mm-hmm. And two, that what you do, you, the, the resource is your energy. Right. Those and are, yeah. we don't need, and, and they even allude to how like some elves were trying to delve into, I don't think they might not have called it science, but mm-hmm. what we would call science of like, they're trying to find out as many secrets about it as they can, blah, blah, blah. But we never learned about what they found yeah. out or what they were we doing. We just knew they were and doing we don't it. need to. No, you know? you're right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think that the, I think that Paleini did it right and that they just gave us the, Two rules of it, mm-hmm. um, and then let which is makes sense because over. the character that we're following uses it all the yeah. time, so it's p- important for the story. Mm-hmm. The characters that we're following don't use it, right? Even yeah. if we get a, a rogue sorcerer along for the ride for two books, right? We might we don't necessarily need to know what it costs him. You know? No, yeah, that's fair. I want to know, but we don't need to. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we don't need to know. Um, it just becomes a it. You get into dangerous territory when you start wasting too much time explaining something that's not necessary for the narrative. You're right. And so that's why I hope that it stays more or less at the level that it is right now. Maybe once in a while our rogue sorcerer says, yeah, it really sucks when I have to cast a spell that big. Uh, yeah. Because then I'm tired for six hours. <laughs> and then like that's like all you need to know. Mm-hmm. That'd be cool. <laughs> we don't need a chapter of him explaining how he had to prepare, you know, six snakeskins. I like to, that. And I all would, that sort of I shit. I enjoy that. I, mean, I would <laughs> love that. But, uh, but you're right. It's not necessary. And, and, and it can, I mean. You just don't want the narrative to trip over itself. Exactly. That's what I was about to say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the great, yeah, that's a great point. Cause if you get put too many details in something as <laughs> fictional as magic, <laughs> then, then, right. yeah. then it's not magic anymore. Like mm-hmm. when we were trying to, uh, I think we were just playing around with the idea of like zombies one time and you were just like, Oh, here's how you write it in the book. It's fiction. <laughs> I was like, oh yeah, I can just make up stuff. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it just it it, ha- it that is because it is you know right. and mm-hmm. it's in yeah I, it's enjoyable for this book too just mm-hmm. yeah I'm excited to see what's gonna happen. I'm super excited for the next book. I'm excited for the book after that. It's been I haven't read a full series in a long time, Me so neither. it's you know. Do you know if it's done? I think they're. I don't think it's done because another so one's about to come out. Okay. 
and I don't know if it's the last one or not. In my in my so, mind, I'm thinking five books. I think that's what whenever we were looking into this, and that's what we read. I think that yeah. six is on its way out right now. Oh, really? See, in my mm-hmm. mind, I was thinking three were out. Oh, okay. And they were coming out with the fourth one, but it was a series Maybe of five. So. In, my, in my head, I, I don't remember what we read. I, I don't know where I came up with yeah. that either. I just I'm thinking I'm thinking five is out, six is on the way, like in the very near mm-hmm. future. But I could be pulling that. I don't know her. Yeah. Um. In any case. Yeah, it's yeah. I, great book. I'm enjoying it. Yeah. So and I think it's super good. And every every everybody that I talked to, like two or three people that I talked to that listened to the show have said that it's really enjoyable too. So cool. I'm glad that, you know, two other people enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, good. Yeah. I'm, I'm just ready to, I'm, I can't wait to see like how it unfolds. Like I, I know there's going to be some big thing that happens, but it's just not going to be the biggest thing. The biggest thing being them winning, <laughs> you know, but the, the winning right. against mm-hmm. the, the great King. But, um, I think whatever, I think the biggest thing, of this is how Kamora gets left. Okay. Is it in shambles or what? Mm-hmm. I think that the Great King is going to cross paths, or the those two factions, the the Dukes and the Great King's factions, are going to get involved at some point. Because. Mm-hmm. Stephen was already even talking about the Great King whenever he was talking with uh, Donya Vicenza. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I they alluded to potential civil war. Everything's going to clash at some point. Too, so, um, yeah. Well, the civil war was in the Kingdom of the Seven Marrows. Yeah, but there's turmoil <laughs> everywhere. They're ready for. They're ready to fight. <laughs> It'll be. Yeah, yeah. And when was going to happen? It's going to be really interesting. Yeah. We'll find out. We're going to find out this week. Um, again, we're going to read everything. We're reading the last book, and then there's also an epilogue. Yeah, so finish it, finish it up. Yeah. It's about 140 pages in the Kindle edition. Um, about six hours so. for audio. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, it's a, a good chunk. It's twice as much as it was this week. Yeah. Um, but I'm sure that if it's as enjoyable as everything else has been so far, it's not going to feel that way. Oh, yeah. So. I think, yeah, dude, it's going to go by quick. Really quick, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't imagine it's not just going to be just action-packed every... Like, unless they're just coming up with the heist, you know? I I, I feel like it's just going to be all action. Yeah. So, this is this is a good good spot. Mm-hmm. I know I've said that a hundred times, but... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to have to start thinking about what we're going to read next, too, which I guess we'll, we'll tell you all next week um, when we conclude this, what it is that we're going to read next. If y'all have any suggestions towards that, you can let us know yeah, in the usual channels, Twitter, Instagram, if you want to leave a, a stupidly long comment, um, email. Yeah. I, I mean, we'd love to hear a suggestion, input, anything from you guys. Just uh, if you want us to read something, you know, like even if like if you don't want to read it, but you want to know about it so that we can read it and we'll tell you about it. Like just anything. Just, That's fair. Yeah. yeah I mean, I mean. <laughs> If you don't know how to read and you just want to hear us talk about something that intrigued you at some point. Right. Yeah. Like, it, like how we joke or how we uh, talk about potentially doing Harry Potter and, you know, one off series, talking about the series. Like if you don't want to read Harry mm-hmm. Potter, but you want to know what the big hype is about, we can tell you, you know, so yeah. just let us know and, uh, and we'll, we'll get into it. So 
I'd love, I mean, I think that'd be fun. Yeah. I think yeah. so too. Well, we'll talk to y'all next week about it then. Yeah. I'm Will Hedrick. I'm Jordan Schaffer. This is Dog Years and Timestamps.